word this morning. I'm excited about the word and I'm excited about what God is going to share with us this morning. Uh, if you were here three weeks ago, I spoke to you about the presence of God. You remember I said how Moses said, Lord, if your presence does not want to go, then I don't want to go. You remember that, that I, I preached that sermon. If your presence don't want to go, then I don't want to go. And then last week I spoke about the fire that burns from within. The fire that burns from within that can take out people and that can really go and win souls and really be on fire for Jesus. Amen. And this, this month, and I always say to the Lord, I say, Lord, every month then you don't give me a sermon that I can make some money. Come on. Because every pastor wants to preach a good sermon on the month end to get it tied up. Amen. And I always say this, Bianca, I say, Lord, why don't you give me a nice prosperity sermon for, for a month then? I mean, come on, Lord. And he says, son, you've got to do what I call you to do. Yes. Amen. And so today I'm just preaching what God told me to preach to you. And I believe, you know what, when we get this right, everything falls into place. I don't need to make money. Come on. Because you don't supply my need, God does. Are you listening to what I'm saying? And, and, and it's just the same for you. I don't supply your need, God does. Amen. God does some things for us. Supernatural things. Amen. And he blows our mind with how he shows up in our lives. Amen. And meets our needs. So let's get into the word this morning. But as we get into this word, how many of you are with our church for a long time? Pick your hands up. You're in our church for over a year, two years. How many of you were a long time? Come on, wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. Amen. How many of you have ever said this about your pastor? Good word. How many of you ever said that? Good word. Amen. Good word. But I'm just going to show you something. That good word really means nothing. <laughs> I'll show you. I, I, want, I want you to, to, to look at this about, about what a good word is. A good word is just inspiration. But inspiration without revelation results in delayed manifestation. And this will lead to frustration. But when you get revelation, there will be what? Acceleration. So you can say good word, but a good word not applied is just inspired word. Amen. A good word in church, Frank, when you walk down the steps, if you're still doing what you were doing when you walked into church, and when you walk out of church, you tell me good word, pastor, but you jump in your car and you do exactly what you did before you walked in, then all it is is a good word, an inspired word. Amen. And so I want to open up your minds to revelation this morning because inspiration without revelation results in delayed manifestation and this will lead to what? And how many frustrated believers do we have? Why? Because the word has not become real. We speak faith, we don't live it. We pray faith, we don't live it. Come on. Why? Because it has not become revelation. But when we get revelation, there will be what? acceleration how many of you want acceleration how many of you want acceleration how many of you want acceleration turn your bibles to revelations 3 verse 14 to 22 we're gonna we can we can just go into the word this morning and i'm gonna teach you this morning and i'm gonna share what god laid upon my heart and the bible says this in the king james and unto the angel of the church of laodicea write these things saith the amen meaning so be it the faithful and true witness the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works. And thou art neither cold nor hot. I wish that thou would be cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm. Somebody say lukewarm. 
Somebody say lukewarm. Somebody say lukewarm. And neither cold nor hot, I will spew you out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich. And I increased with I am increased with goods and have need for nothing. And knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Verse 18. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in fire that thou mayest be rich. Somebody say rich. And white raiment that thou mayest be clothed and that the, the shame of thy nakedness do not appear and anoint thine eyes with eyes self that thou mayest see as many as I love I rebuke and chastise. be zealous therefore and repent behold I stand at the door and I knock if any man hear my voice and open the door I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne. Even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath a ear, let him do what? Let him do what? Hear what, he, what the spirit saith unto the churches. Somebody say amen. Tough scripture. Tough. This is even tougher. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 21 to 22 says this. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord. We're going to go to communion just now. And the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table. And of the tables of the devils. Oh come on. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? I'm going to read that again. He cannot drink the cup. Of the Lord and the cup of devils. He cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the Lord's, uh, of the table of devils. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he is? Before I go on, I want to, I want to paint the, the picture of my text. And I want to put this in your mind that here we find Laodicea or Laodicea. And Laodicea is a church. It's a church. It's not a poverty church. In fact, it's a church where they are prosperous. I'm going to go into some detail and I'll give you some detail just now about the church. Laodicea is a prosperous church. They're not a bad church. They, they got good attendance, Michelle. They got great worship team. Great leadership. They are a good church. They are a good church. Somebody say good church. But here comes the writer and the writer John comes and he's writing to the Laodicea church and he's writing to the angel of the church. He's writing to the man of God of the church and he's saying, hey, listen, listen, I've got a problem with you. I've got a problem with you. I know your works. I know you're a good church. I know you got money. I know you got, you're doing some great feeding. I know you have great attendance, but I've got a problem with you. My problem is you are lukewarm. My problem is you are not hot and you're not cold. Now, 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 let me talk to you about, about that for a moment. Some of us are believers for a long time. And because we are human beings, human beings live by what? Routine. I'm talking to you this morning. Uh, how many of you do the same thing every morning at the same time? You get up at the same time every morning for the past 40 years. 
You wake up on the same side of the bed every morning for the past 40 years. You do everything that you do normally. Ah, oh, come on. And hence, it is true as it's true that you get up every morning in the same time. When you come to church, you do the same thing every Sunday. And no matter which church you go to, you'll walk in, you'll find a seat that you're familiar with. Oh, come on. No matter where you go, you'll find a, a seat where you are familiar with because you don't like uncomfortable. You don't like uneasy. Let the ashes tell you sit in front. No, 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 I don't. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Why? Because it makes you uncomfortable. True. True. And, and, and because it makes you uncomfortable, you don't do it. Why? Because you're used to routine. You walk into church, the worship team you know, sing two praise songs, two worship songs. You sit down, you give your offering. And guess what? Some of you are giving the same offering from when you were 40 years ago Uh, you're giving the same money when you were one and now you're 40. You cannot graduate. No. Because we live in routine. There are some people who are working, Roxy. They didn't get an increase for the past seven years. If I was you, I'll resign from that job. True. I see it in the tide. I see it in the tide. It started tiding thousand then. Seven years later, we still on a thousand red. Why? Because we are in routine. That's why some of us in our marriages can't handle conflict. We can't because we used to routine. Love you baby. Love you baby. The moment she said I got a problem with you. You run. Why? Because you shake your neighbor say routine. But let me tell you something. Nobody starts out life hot. No one starts out life lukewarm. Everyone starts out, in fact, your body right now, your temperature is regulated. If it gets too hot, you'll die. If it gets too cold, you'll die. Oh, man. But your temperature is not lukewarm. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. But, 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 son, you make me tea every Sunday morning. What is true in the natural is true in the spiritual. When you make me tea, you don't make me lukewarm tea. You don't make me cold tea. You make me hot but you put it on my desk true you put it on my desk in the faith that pastor will drink his tea hot but things happen in my morning you know that things happen in my morning you know that and and things different things happen every morning every sunday there's different things that happen there's different people that will be absent there's different, different transport issues and all of that stuff and, and so different things happen and nine out of ten times it does not get cold it starts to get cold, but it gets lukewarm. And never cold. Because in order to get cold, you have to put it in the fridge. Oh, I'll show you this morning. Some of you never intended to get lukewarm. Some of you never intended to be lukewarm. But because of routine, you lukewarm and you don't know it. When sin becomes usual, you look warm. When you no more say, ouch, you look warm. 
When you know more, oh come on, somebody. Missing one day of prayer, Jai, is nothing. You feel bad. Oh, dead so I wasn't in six o'clock morning prayer. Dead so. But when you are absent four times, five times, now you're starting to get lukewarm. Ah. And when it becomes a norm that I miss, oh, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Even when I'm on holiday, I have to be in church on a Sunday morning. No matter which part of the world I am, Kenny, it's unnatural for me to wake up on a Sunday morning and sleep. It's unnatural. I cannot be in prayer on Saturday morning because I'm going, I got a function or I got a, I got a, a 40 days or I got something to do on a Saturday morning. But guess what, Bianca? At 5 o'clock, my eyes open. Because my body knows where I'm supposed to be. Ah. Oh, come on. Let me teach you this morning because it's getting awfully quiet in here. Let me talk to you about Laodicea. Laodicea became the wealthiest, most important commercial center in the region. Known for their banking, their wool, and their medicine. They were known for eye salve. Meaning eye drops, some eye ointment that, 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 that will cure your eye drops. But listen, the city had a problem. The city had a problem. They had money. They had things. They had everything that they needed, but they had one problem. They didn't have pure drinking water. Why? Can I tell you why? Because they were surrounded by two cities. Two cities that I battled to pronounce their names. One was Hierapolis, if you want to call it that. Whichever culture you come from, you will pronounce it differently. Hierapolis was famous for its hot springs. So let's put it this way. On the left, they had Hierapolis. Which was known for what? Hot springs. On the right, they had Colissia. Colissia was known for cold, ice cold, fresh spring water. Hmm? Laodicea was known for dirty, tepid, lukewarm water that flowed for miles through an underground aqueduct. What really happened there? Can I tell you, Kyle? What happened there? Laodicea didn't have their own source of water. They were dependent on two cities on either side that literally had an aqueduct. What is an aqueduct? It is funnels or tunnels under the city that drew water from Colossia and drew water from Heropolis. And because of cold water mixing with hot water, the water that they received ah, was not cold, was not hot, what was lukewarm. Not only that, the water was being washed downstream, so it picked up dirt, it picked up insects, it picked up grime. But listen to this, visitors unaccustomed to it immediately spat it out. Listen to this, that if you lived in Laodicea, Drinking lukewarm water was normal. Ah, visitors saw it and said, I can't drink something that is lukewarm. Visitors. But when you are lukewarm, you know, you don't even realize it. I'm on fire for Jesus, Pastor. No, you're not. I'm speaking tongues, Pastor Yahweh. 
When? I pray, Pastor. Yeah, okay. So, so pray for me now. Oh, no, really, no. I need to prepare. I'm on fire. There's a demon case. Go, go rebuke it. No, not now, Dad. No, I don't think I'm ready yet. Why? Why? The Bible says you either hot or cold. How can you drink from the devil's cup and drink from God's table? How can you, how can you, how can you dilute and expect God to come through for you? And then when God comes through for you, you forget who God is and then you run into the devil. How can it be that we're in a club on a Saturday night and then on Sunday morning we're not in church? How can it be, how can it be that the Christians have become lukewarm and churches? Believe me, my opening statement, I said this. I said, I'll make money. That is the opening statement of the 20th, 21st century church that is in a lower this year. Believe me, I did not get into ministry for money. I did not come into full-time ministry expecting anything from this house. In fact, two dates, seven years later, this house does not take care of me. God takes care of me. And I know for a fact that this house can't take care of me, Vino. This house can't. This house can't. You can't take care of me. Hence, I don't work for you. I work for God. So no pastor in his right mind will preach a sermon like this. But it's because, Dean, I'm not dependent. I want to see your lives changed. I want to see my church not called Laodicea. I want to make sure that this house is not lukewarm. But you know when you lukewarm? Can I tell you, Frank, why I rate you, why I love you? Because this man spent over three and a half thousand rand, maybe four thousand rand, on a plane ticket just to be in church this today. Amen. Jumps in a plane tomorrow to go back to where he's working. But he, he realized I can't sit where I am, even though I, I, I'm there for work. I have to spend four four thousand rand, three thousand rand, and I need to come to church. Why? Because if I sit there long enough, my temperature starts to. Ah, if you stay away from church long enough, it becomes... Your, uh, for me, for me, and forgive me, I'm a bit traditional and I'm a bit old-fashioned. Forgive me, forgive me, please forgive me. But on a communion Sunday, I can never not be in church. Forgive me for being so traditional. But for me, oh Lord have mercy. For me, my grandfathers brought me up to know that when it's the Lord's table, when it's the table, that's why some of my sons get irritated with me. But I can't see the, 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 the clock hanging over the table and hanging one side like this and one side like that. Why? Because I respect that thing too much. I'm not lukewarm. Sin irritates me. Sin irritates me. It grates me. It gets me angry to the point, Roxy, I can hit people. Because sin just makes me angry. But when you are lukewarm, sin is okay. When you are lukewarm, grace is sufficient. When you are lukewarm, anything goes. When you are lukewarm, even worship doesn't really mean much to you. When you are lukewarm, you can play the wrong key and think nothing of it. When you are lukewarm, you can sing a song and no miracle will happen. But when you are hot for Jesus, blind eyes must open. When you are hot for Jesus, lives must change. When you are hot for Jesus, things must start to happen in your life. That's why I read my opening statement was just, don't be inspired. Get the revelation of the word.
Time is leaving me. I got so much to share with you. But listen, look at this here. You were never born lukewarm. You become lukewarm because of, a of the dilution between hot and cold. You allow the circumstances, people, surroundings to follow, to flow under your city, polluting your water. Can I ask you a question this morning? Can I ask you a question? You don't have to answer me audibly. You can answer me inside of you. When you first came to Destiny Worship Center, this church was your life. Ah, when you first came here, you said, ha, if I got money, I'm going to give it. If I got time, I'm going to serve it. If I got anything, I'm going to do True, true. Tide will never be a problem for me. I love this church. I love the pastor. I love the pastor's wife. I love, am I right, Never. People come here, they're like, wow, I love that. I love that. Oh, this is my pastor. This is my whole man. What a beautiful church. What a beautiful people. What a what happened, Sharon? Two months. Three months. What happened? You invite some people to your house. And they look warm. And they take your hot temperature. And they pour some cold water. And they, oh, but you saw Pastor drives a Mercedes. How is managing to behave in a Mercedes? I wonder how he's managing to dress so well. I wonder how he's... How you saw Pastor Nerissa how she... Oh, you saw Zoe goes to a private school. Oh, you saw... And what do they do? They take your temperature and they... Nobody leaves church, son, I tell you. Nobody leaves church because they want to. Nobody leaves the house because they want to. You know why they leave the church? Because they allowed people to come into their homes and dilute hot into. You remember, how many of you had, had grannies? How many of you had grannies? I hope every one of you had a granny sometime in your life. But I, I, had, a, I had a beautiful granny. My ama my was a beautiful person. She was a beautiful person. My granny, she used to make us tea. You remember? She used to make us tea. And, and I'd say, Ma, the tea is cold, Ma. The tea is hot, Ma. It's too hot. And she'll take a saucer. How many of you know what I'm talking about? How many of you know what I'm talking about? She'll take, she'll take a saucer. First, she'll take two cups. And she'll go. How many of you know what I'm talking about? And you'll see, and, and, and she'll put it long. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Some of you young people maybe didn't, didn't experience the old people, but man, I tell you, these newer grannies are terrible people. They, they, the, the, the younger grannies are bad. They don't teach you the older. But my older granny, my ama, man, she used to pull that thing, man. It's like, it's like she had a string on the tea that had never moved. It, it stayed in the right. You remember, Kenny? It stayed, it stayed. It didn't go anywhere. It just. And, and, she, and she'll go like that, and eventually she'll take the tea and she'll pour it in a saucer. She'll take it and she'll pour it in the saucer. She'll say, drink, boy, out of the saucer. It's okay now. When the devil takes your temperature and he stretches you, 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 he wants to see if your temperature remains the same or your temperature drops. Every trial that comes your way is a stretch. To see whether you love him more or you love him less. When Job was going through, when Job was going through his trial and his circumstance, it was only a stretch to see whether the temperature drops 
or the temperature remains the same. And he said, go he slay me, yet will I trust him. Why? Because he was pursuing. What was he pursuing? The presence of God. He said, I may not have a wife. I may not have children. I may not have a business. I may not have houses. I may not have cars. But if I got God, I don't need anything else. Because what he gave me once, he can give me again. Why? Because. But in our lives, David understood this. He said, Lord, I need your presence. Moses said, I'm not going without your presence. Can I tell you, when you are hot for Jesus, you don't seek money. I found this. That when I needed to buy a house, I couldn't go to the bank. I had to go to God. Uh, when I wanted a car, I couldn't go to the bank because the bank would not give me finance. I had to go to God. When I went, oh, come on, somebody. When Zoe's school fees are not paid, I can't go to the school. I have to go. Ah, come on. When you're standing in the hospital with your wife, uh, uh, Maureen, and you're standing and you know your medical aid is exhausted and you've got no money to pay on the counter. Who are you talking to? You can't talk to the lady, make a plan, my wife is sick. No, no, no. You're standing there in the queue with your medical aid card. <laughs> and you're standing in a queue and you have to put your wife to, to see the doctor. And you're praying, you're saying, Lord, just blind their eyes that the thing is exhausted. Don't let them ask me for a levy, Lord, because right now I don't have no Levi. I don't even have nothing on me. But Lord, help me, Jesus. And they say, don't worry, sir. Take your wife through. They see to her. They even give her medication. Praise the Lord. When they're not allowed to give the medication, they give her the medication. They thank you, Jesus. Why? Because you don't need nobody else when you got the presence of God. Go, Sheldon. Turn, turn the slide there. When you make a decision to pursue the presence, you make a decision to live a life pleasing to God. You're pursuing what? The presence. David went to the house of Obadidim to pick up the ark. Sure. The amazing thing about the ark is this. Is these two things. It's just these two things. Jai, come here. Joe, come here. He's on the top of the ark. They have two angels. True? Come here. Just face this way. Come here. Face this way. And you'll see on the ark, which is symbolizes the presence of God. Remember? The presence of God. When you are hot for Jesus, Bianca, you have the presence of God. And these angels, their hands are like this. Or their feathers or their wings are like that. And they touch him. True? Their heads are not looking at each other. The heads are bowed, are bowed, are bowed. What is this? What is this? Hands touching, heads down, they close the gap. When you are in the presence of God, there is no room for gaps in your life. When you are lukewarm, you open yourself up for gaps. Are you listening to what I'm saying? But when you come into the presence of the Lord, I have no time to look at my brother. My brother has no time to look at me. Are you listening to what I'm saying? But all we got time to do is close the 
gaps. When we close the gaps, we no longer see a dilution. Why? Because he's hot and I'm hot. Ah, oh, come on, somebody. Then you do like MC Hammer said, can't touch this. Da, 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 da. Why? Because God don't require us to do anything else but seek his presence. And when you seek his presence, you become what? Hot. And when you become hot, I got no time to look at him. I got no time to measure myself against somebody else. Why? Because the gap is closed. Ah, oh, come on. We need to close the gaps in the church. Ah, oh, come on, somebody. We need to close the mouth of the gossiper in the church. We need to close the mouth of the condemner in the church. We need to close the mouth of the one that is inflicting pain in the church. Never, when we close the gaps, we get the presence of God. Come on. When you close the gaps in your house, you'll get the presence of God. You'll find your children will no more getting, be getting sick. You'll find that money won't be lost in your house. You'll find that everything will come together. But when there's gaps, Stewie. The Bible says the enemy goes around like a roan. Seeking whom he may devour. When he sees a gap in the fence, Ivan. He'll seize that gap so quickly. Before you even know it, you look warm. Before you know it, you want to leave church. Before you know it, you want to sit at home and watch TBN and call that church. Before you know it, when he sees that gap. Come on. And the Bible says, when you look at those angels, they close the gap. And the heads are bowed. Because when I come, Kyle, to church, I've got no time to watch you and how you're worshiping. Because I came to worship myself. I got no time. But your song and my song, we meet in the atmosphere. Closing the gap. Are you listening to what I'm saying? But I got no time to watch you. I'm sorry, I got no time to watch you. I got no time to see whether you're crying or not crying. I got no time to see well, what you're doing. No, no, no. Because I came to worship and you came to worship. And we came to close the gap. That's why he says don't neglect the coming together of the saints. Why? Because when you come together like this, you close the gap. Oh, come on. Thank you, my sons. I'm going to end by saying this. And we must have communion. The scripture is so powerful. So powerful. Revelations 10, you go. You go from Revelations 4 and you start to read 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and then you go to 10. When you go to 10, you find this. And John is writing. He says this, and I swore in the name of him who lives forever and ever, who created the heavens and all they contain, and the earth and all that is contained. And I'm going I'm to go forward, right? I'm going to go forward because of time. And the Bible says, Then a voice that I heard from heaven spoke again to me, saying, Go and take the little book, the scroll. Listen, listen, don't be distracted. Listen. Go and take the little book, which is open on the hand of the angel. Who was standing on the sea and on the land. Listen. So I went up to the angel and asked him to give me the little book. Listen. Listen. And he said, do what? Take it. Take it and eat it. It will embitter your stomach. Though in your mouth will be as sweet as honey. Um, Jai. John. 
He's talking to God. And God gives him a vision of this angel. And this angel, give me your Bible, son. This angel is carrying the book, the word. And the voice of the Lord says, now, John, you can see the book. John says, yes, I can see the book. He says, now, go and take it. Right? He says, now, remember what I said earlier? Inspiration without revelation will cause frustration. But when you get revelation, you will get what? Acceleration. I'll show you something. So John now, God said, go and take Go and go and take it. John goes to the angel and says, give it to me. Ah. Ah. The angel said, no. If I give it to you, I'll break protocol. Because the instruction was not that I give it. But that you. Oh, you never get the revelation, son. The instruction is not that I give it. The instruction is that you. I take it. And when you are lukewarm. You want everything to be given. But when you are on the presence. And on the button with God. You don't need to be given. You, all you do is take, ah, come on somebody. When you know the presence of God, you don't walk around like a beggar. You go and you take it. But people that are lukewarm don't know how to take it. People that are lukewarm, Jürgen, they don't know how to take it. You know why? When I'm lukewarm, I'm worried. But when I'm hot for Jesus, I can walk into any situation and I can take it. When I... You know, you know, Marian, I say this often. See this uncle here? No skeletons in the closet. You know why I got no closet? <laughs> Are you with me? When we go to communion, when we go to communion and we partake of the cup of the Lord and we say we're no more partaking of the cup of the devils, but we are partaking of the cup of God. I carry the presence of God. When I carry the presence of God, I close the gaps. Every gap in my life, I close. I don't leave room for sin. I don't leave room for anything. I close the gap. When I close the gap, it gives me access. When I got access, whoo, I can do what? 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 We were, we, we were in a function the other day. I mean, my sons are like this with me. They know me. They love me. I went to a function. Not even my function. My son's function. I go to my son's function. His car's too small. He don't have to beg me. He don't be angry. Don't ask me to. Just take the key. Dad, there's my key. Because my car too small. Thanks, Dad. He jumped in my car. He took my car. Why? Because he has access. He knows the presence of his father. And when his father is there, I 
tell any one of my sons, if I got it, you'll have it. If I got money, you must have money. Ask any one of my sons, if I get money in my pocket, there's nobody leave my presence not having. Why? Because, my oh man, and I want to encourage you this morning, get closer to God. Get hot for Jesus. When you get hot for Jesus, you can take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Anytime you want it, you can. 